0: Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. It is Food for Thought Friday and uh, named this program after my dad several uh, years ago after he went to be with Jesus because he always just had such great wisdom and he would share, but he wouldn't want to like, you know, force it upon you or feel like it was exactly what you need to do, but he would just share this great wisdom and then he would just say, food for thought, son, food for thought, and then he would change the subject, and so I'm so thankful uh, for that, and uh, so that's why I call it Food for Thought Friday, some things that God has spoke to me through the week, through my quiet time uh, with Jesus, through things I read, and uh, friends, conversations, um, podcasts, I mean, radio programs, uh, you name it, so I hope you'll be blessed by it. Uh, one of the quotes that us. Red recent really spoke to me that I think might hopefully help you. By Bruce Van Horn, he says you can't change the past, but you can change the story that you tell yourself about it. Instead of a story about pain or loss, tell a story about healing, growth, and lessons learned. Tell a story that empowers you. And friends, you know we we've talked about this a lot here on Hope Is Hero because one of the things that I've seen. Over and over, and the number one thing in 20 years of ministry is that people are harder on themselves than God is. And we'll remind you of Romans chapter 8, verse 1. It says, for now, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And friends, you need to stand on that promise. And yet the enemy wants you to keep hitting the rewind button. We mess up, we we live in our flesh, we get in the flesh, we don't need to live there, we live in faith, but we get in the flesh sometimes, but then we have to get refocused, get our eyes back on Jesus, ask for forgiveness for whatever sin it is that you committed, and we like to put categories of sin from, you know, the big ones and the small ones, and yet, friends, sin is sin, and sin is anything that separates us from God. And I'm so thankful that the Bible tells us in the book of Psalms that if we ask God for forgiveness, we say, Jesus, please forgive me for whatever it is that you have done, okay, that you said, you know, whatever it is. That the Bible says when we ask for forgiveness and we repent, you know, we walk away from it, turn away from that sin. The Bible says as far as the east is from the west, that God doesn't remember it anymore. So please forgive yourself. Repent, put things in place to keep you from maybe possibly doing that sin again. If it's anger that you struggle with, then make an appointment with a Christian counselor. Maybe see your pastor first, but then a Christian counselor or talk to a close friend about it. But I've shared this before. Some of the best money I've spent on a lot of things that I share with you is money that I've spent through the years through counseling professions myself. You know, I want to be as healthy as I can. And sometimes we all need a little help with our mental and emotional health. And I'm not ashamed to say that, okay? so, But we've got to change the story that we tell ourselves. You can't change the past, but you can change the story that you tell yourself about it. Instead of a story about pain or loss, tell a story about healing, growth, and lessons learned. I mean, it's so powerful. What a great quote by Bruce Van Horn. You know, John Maxwell wrote a book, Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You learn. And, of course, most of us think sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But I love the title of that book he wrote a few years ago because that's the truth of the matter. We do lose sometimes. None of us are perfect. Okay, We all have failures and setbacks. But the question is, do we learn from those losses, those unwise decisions we make, those failures in our life? And, you know, sometimes failures are a result of unwise, selfish decisions that we make or lack of planning, lack of discipline. But sometimes they're because of unwise, selfish decisions that others make that impact us, that leads to pain and uh, trauma in our lives. But friends, Jesus wants to help you heal from those wounds, and he will if you talk to him about it. You know, he said he would send the Holy Spirit, a comforter, and a counselor. He told the disciples that before he left to go to heaven. And the great part of this is, is that he will help you to heal. But you have to choose that sometimes. And the enemy will want you to keep, keep hitting that rewind button. Trust me, I get it. But we have to be like Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, that says, "You know, I am focusing all my energies on one thing forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead so friends every time you get in your car it's a great thing to do and i've done this in challenging seasons in my life remember the windshield is 20 times bigger at least than the rearview mirror and so i think god has all these blessings for somebody listening today but you keep looking in that little rearview mirror attached to your windshield keep looking in the past And you know, if you do that, you're going to wreck your car. I mean, it's okay to back up for a while, but you know, if you're driving down the interstate eventually, okay, and you know, down the road, whatever, driving forward, but if you keep looking at that rearview mirror, you're eventually going to wreck. And so I want to encourage you to quit looking in the past today. And as the old saying goes, throw away the rearview mirror. Throw away the rearview mirror. All right. Secondly, I want to talk to you today on. Food for Thought Friday. I'm so glad that you listened to it. I I like this quote from uh, James Emery White. He says, Too quickly and often without struggle, we trade making history with making money, substitute building a life with building a career, and sacrifice living for God for living for the weekend. We forgo significance for the sake of success and pursue the superficiality of title and degree, house and car, rank and portfolio over a life lived large. We become saved, but not seized, delivered, but not driven. I did a, got to do part of a funeral recently for one of my very, very best friends. He's like a third brother to me, Tom Bohannon and his precious mom, Debbie Bohannon, went to be with Jesus a couple of weeks ago and... Uh, Tom asked me, uh, I knew his mom with our 15-year friendship, and um, just asked me to share on the family's behalf about her. And I asked him to give me words, uh, his dad, and he has a brother, Eric, that describes his mom. And it was just so powerful, the words that they shared. Humble, selfless, family-driven, uh, tremendous strength, resilient, And then the one word that really just kind of rocked my world uh, that I hadn't really ever heard this described about anybody, but was uh, Tom actually described his mom as content. You know, friends, in the world's eyes, she wasn't successful. They didn't have a lot of money. She didn't have a career. Um, You know, she didn't. She would write a book or, you know, sing or make lots of money. But she loved her family well and she loved others well. And people knew that Debbie Bohannon cared about people. And she didn't try to be somebody she wasn't. She just played her part of being a loving wife, a loving mom to two grown sons in their 40s, okay? To her grandchildren. And also. Um, to her church. Loved her church. She loved to can uh, green beans. She was known for having some of the best green beans that she had raised in a garden and canned and uh, always there to help a family that, you know, had a loss and they did a church meal and always brought Debbie's famous green beans that she had canned herself. And the best thing is, friends, we all leave a legacy of some type. And I hope if you're listening, that part of your legacy you want to leave for those loved ones left behind is that it's a legacy of faith. And that if you have a Bible that you, you know, that it's used. Okay, (laughs) I know that we've got Bible apps and those things are great. And I use mine sometimes. All right. But I love still to hold my Bible in my hand. And man, I love to write my Bible to underline to highlight when God speaks to me. And it's just so powerful when I wind up seeing something that God speaks to me new in a different season, though I've read the same passage of scripture before, maybe twenty five times over the years. And God loves to do that. Um He He loves to speak to His kids and it's in His Word. But for Debbie Bohannon, uh Thomas in his mom's Bible and um he found it a reading plan for twenty twenty two and you know you checked the box each day, and that there was all the boxes were checked. She had read her Bible every day, and even that morning, even though it was a Sunday that she went to be with Jesus, and you know maybe well, I'll do my Bible reading that night or whatever, she had read that morning before she went to Sunday school and church at Finchville Baptist Church outside of Shelbyville, where she went not knowing that later that evening she was going to have a brain aneurysm while walking her precious dog, Bass, and going to be with Jesus a few days later. So it just encouraged Tom and his dad. Well, his dad knew, of course, just because he lived. But Tom lives in Dallas, Texas now, and just encouraged him. And uh, I have one of my dad's Bibles uh, where he uh, studied a lot. Uh didn't become a Christian until he was 51, but... He would have a Bible four or five years, and then he had marked it up, written in it, so he'd get a new Bible. And so I'm fortunate to have one of the Bibles of his. And sometimes I just get it out and look to where he had read, and he had marked, and he had written a note. And it just blesses me, and it comforts me. And so I don't know who's listening today, but I believe it's a word for somebody to, you know, get the dust off your Bible and spend some time reading in it first and foremost because you're a Heavenly Father, and Jesus wants to speak to you, friend. Remember, Christianity is not just a religion. It's a relationship. To me, actually, it's more than a religion. You know, we are Christians because we follow Christ, Jesus Christ. We're followers of Jesus Christ. But it is about a personal relationship. That's why Jesus came. And I want to remind you of that today. Some of you may have forgotten and just think, you know, I just worship and I follow this big God that, you know, it's just kind of cold and sterile. And friends, that's not true. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. Jesus wants to have a personal relationship with you. And in fact, he was dying to reach you. God allowed his one son to go through a horrific death. And, you know, Easter's not till, I can't remember when it is this year, uh, uh, if it's in March or April this year, uh, but. You know the fact of the matter is sometimes we just kind of yeah we forget how much God really did love us, sacrificing His one only Son Jesus Christ until we get you know up into close to Easter time, and definitely want to remember the birth of His Savior Emmanuel. God is with us, but be reminded today, friends, how much God loves you and the pain and suffering He went He left nothing unturned because He wanted you to know how much He loved you. I want to share just some kind of little food for thought statements here. I saw this by Anna Grace Taylor recently, and I thought, you know, these are just 10 simple things to close out our week on that might help you. Number one, love is the answer, always. That's what Jesus, faith, hope, and love, these three remain, but the greatest of these is love. Vulnerability is not a weakness. It's actually a strength. Your body is sacred. Cherish it. Gratitude shifts everything. Be thankful. Forgiveness sets you free. It really does. You cannot change others, only yourself. Little acts of kindness are never little, ever. Fun is underrated. Enjoy yourself. Friends, I'll be honest. That's one that God, I, I have to be intentional about because I have a big to-do list with the ministry areas that God's entrusted me with, and LCA football, and doing ministry. And I'm just learning. I've got to be intentional and laugh more and have fun. The Bible says a cheerful heart is good medicine to the soul. And so, man, be intentional about finding things to laugh at, and just it's so good for your your health, your heart, your soul. Number nine on this list of 10 things to remember by Anna Grace Taylor. Age is just a number. It's never too late. And last but not least, life is precious. Live it now. Life is precious. Live it now. Remember the words of my dad, Ed Horn. If you're a follower of Jesus, that you're loved and you're blessed. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today, where you can make a safe and secure online donation, or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax-deductible, and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's Here. Dot today.